Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Bros on Beers podcast. It's been some time, but we're back again with a, a great episode here. We've got a we've got Pearl, who's uh, who's never missed an episode yet. That's never something... have, never will. Hey there, that's Flex. been a long time. Hello. Good to see you again. Good to see you too, my friend. And Here. we've got a special guest tonight. We've got Nettie, a newcomer. How are you doing tonight, Nettie? Fantastic. Excellent. Good to have you. Nice to meet you. I made it in and out of the rain. I got the beer and I'm here. That's all that matters. Is it uh, storming by you too? Yeah, the, the lightning is just incredible right now. Wow. Yeah, I'm a little further down south. I'm, uh, I'm missing out on a good thing because uh, I need my cushions to stay dry. I can never bring them in after I'm having a uh, get together on Friday and Sunday for Father's Day. Oh, oh, for Father's Day, yeah. What's the yeah, what's Friday. the uh, Friday get together for? Friday is something I've been looking forward to for a while. It's not an official uh, poker tournament like I used to have, but uh, it's a uh, practice for one. Uh, years ago, I would host a uh, poker tournament. I'll leave the name out for now, uh, but we'd have like 25, 30 people come. With a pretty decent sized buy in, and uh, it was a good time. And I had 10 of those where winner would get a trophy, at least a thousand dollars, and a bunch of fun stuff. So, uh, I'm looking forward to get that rolling again at my new house down here. So, this Friday is basically a uh, bunch of stuff thrown in a day. I have hatchet thrown in the backyard, as you've heard, uh, cornhole, uh, this game I created, Puck You, a bunch of other stuff, followed by a poker game at night. <laughs> so, uh, to all of our listeners, yeah, Pearl, there, if you're available. <laughs> Pearl's got <clears throat> Pearl's got quite the um, quite the setup, quite the bar in his backyard. There, uh, yeah, he's got like this outdoor board. bar, um, hatchet throwing. That's that's awesome. You can't go wrong with hatchet throwing. Well, the first question that comes to mind is, have you ever gotten hurt? <laughs> no, <there's> specific <laughs> rules where uh, I have two dogs, and uh, the dogs have to be inside. You know. And uh, funny thing, actually, my neighbors behind me are awesome, but they just put up this enormous shed. It's got to be 25 feet wide by about maybe nine feet, uh, you know, depth wise. And it's right behind, not right behind, but about 20 feet behind where our axe, the hatchet throwing was. So I don't know if they uh, just put that there, <laughs> the block the hatches, because they have made it to the fence. It is a way to get there, but uh, they have made it to the fence before, but. No, no injuries. Uh, it's it's pretty cool, actually. They're probably just tired of seeing all the shenanigans going on down there. Exactly. Yeah. Well, during the uh, shutdown last year, it was it was pretty funny because uh, that's all we did every single day. I had a friend that was actually living with me for a year because he lost his job due to uh, COVID. So my actually backyard bar, I had my I built a shed attached to it too, and the shed is about fourteen feet by about ten feet. So I, I he's been living in there actually till about a week ago. So uh, paying me rent. So uh, he just moved out. So the first thing I did was put my poker table right back into that room. And uh, it's all set up. So looking forward to a good time. Hopefully the weather will be right. Nice. Yeah, I I really want to get a shed. Just mainly because I've got I've got this ride-a-mower and I've got a um, uh, snowblower. And they're in the garage. And with all the bikes and stuff in there, it just takes up all, you know, so much room. 
And, that was the um, original intent. Was I built a? It's got a ramp. It's you, you'll see it eventually <laughs> to put the tractor in there because I have a riding tractor. I uh, use it in the winter for snow plowing and everything, and that everything went out the window. And now there's a, you know, laminate floor in there, sheetrock, trim, TV. <laughs> so, <laughs> so your original intent was to put the the lawnmower in there, and you ended up with yeah. a bar. Yeah, now it's nicer than my house, I believe. <laughs> no, the bar was always part of it. It's an outdoor bar covered with a TV out there. The whole theme was a uh, boardwalk theme. I always wanted the boardwalk wheel. So you know at the boardwalk, yeah. you go and you can put your name on mom, dad, pop. So my bar top has all the names on it. My kids' names, my dog's names, whatever. And I have a wheel that I made myself. And there's a switch on the bar top. You flip the switch, the wheel spins. And uh, it's just for, you know, the theme That's of it. That's awesome. It's pretty neat. It's, that yeah, it's, is really, it's really cool. A lot of creativity went into that. It's really good. good and, of course, <laughs> and, and of course, you have Aaron Andrews there as well. And you can't yeah, go wrong yeah. with that. Yeah, see that. Uh, I'm not going to say it's photoshopped. Uh, mighty, but <laughs> she might have been in the house. Did look like it. <laughs> well, uh, Flark. I yeah, have, I, have, I have been dying to... to pop open i got this crowler here um from uh last wave brewing company in point pleasant beach new jersey um and it's a crowler of their right coast porter uh so let me let me just pop this open here hopefully it doesn't explode on me now did you go all the way down to point to get it or you uh yeah i did um yeah, so my, oh, was this my, a few weeks ago? Uh, yeah, my sister. Oh, geez. <laughs> Do you pull it out of your thumb? <laughs> only, only your cousin does that. I, I have a lot of trouble with uh, pouring stuff in here. Just give me one second. He'll <laughs> <laughs> edit this out later. <laughs> yeah, a few weeks ago, we had our, maybe it was a month ago, we had our uh, St. Patrick's Day one, and we had Flex's cousin. Uh, I forget his name, but uh, he did not know how to pour a beer. Ended up all over him. <laughs> his name was Finn. Finn, yes. <laughs> and, and Finn is Finn Ruffus. This is the cousin that helped build your deck, or a different cousin? Uh. <laughs> no, that cousin's real. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Finn isn't real. You gotta, just listen, listen to the episode. It all, it all makes sense. <laughs> so let's pretend that didn't happen. Okay. Was it <laughs> Thankfully, it didn't get on the computer. Flex, uh, you got to confirm for me. I, I didn't get a good view of that crowler, but is that a, a thirty-two ounce crowler, or it looked smaller to me when you first showed it? No, it, it's a 32 ounce crawler. I know it, it does look smaller on the. It looks it looks like a regular pint here, but um, yeah, it's two pints. So that's why I wanted to open it first, so I can get all the way through it. It's gonna be a long night. Luckily, well, there's no video in the uh, in the CEO podcast yet. <laughs> we will have live video at the uh, moment of the race. There's gonna be a running race soon, a live bob, and that will be our first podcast with the with video. <laughs> yeah we'll get you caught we'll get uh netty caught up on that um in a minute and and the listeners but uh yeah this is this is oh, the I... uh this is the right coast and I, I really like that name too by the way it's you know it's the right yeah. coast but it's also the right coast 
Um, yeah, so I mean, it's it seems like it's a pretty straightforward uh, coconut toasted coconut porter, um, six and a half percent ABV. As I said, this is from Last Wave Brewing in Point Pleasant, New Jersey. I'm just gonna take a little sip here. <laughs> wow, that's really good. Porter is uh, it's my favorite favorite yeah. type of beer, and the, yeah, this is really smooth. What do you taste? There's some chocolate there. You know, I don't really taste the coconut that much. But um That's why you have to drink it again. That's right. And again. <laughs> yeah, I think it comes through at the end. It's sitting at the bottom of the can. You wait till you get to the bottom. It's I would say the, the coconut's subtle. Um it does taste chocolatey. It tastes like an, a nice porter. Um, but definitely I would say the the uh <clears throat> the coconut is subtle. It's not like jumping out at you there. Um, but re- definitely a good beer. Uh, so these guys are, as I said, they're in Point Pleasant Beach, New Jersey. Um, they're right in the downtown area. It's kind of a cool uh, a cool tap room they have there. You can, you can go inside. They have some seats in there and like a little lounge area and stuff. And then they have an outside area as well, like a, you know, with some like uh, tent uh, coverings over it. Uh, sail like kind of material over it and mm-hmm. picnic benches and stuff out there um that downtown area has changed a lot over say the last 10 years or so it, you know I, I used to live over there and you know it was a few places there was frankie's and a few other places but you know on both sides of uh arnold on either side of uh the 35 there it's really really grown you know it was meant to never be seen side is somebody is this a uh, fertility check? Is somebody getting a? Uh... <laughs> Did you hear that sound? I yeah. I, I was that thunder. What was? I, I guess that was thunder coming through. Uh, somebody yeah. pregnant. Yeah, I heard uh, there was there was some pretty good thunder there. Yeah, that was crazy. Wow. Um. So yeah. Uh, so it sounds like these guys, they were like out in San Diego for a while and, uh, and you know, they came back to the Jersey Shore and they, they had this dream to, to open up a brewery. So and, they realized uh, they realized they were on the wrong coast. Right. So you okay. could say that, or you could just say they were on the left coast. Depends on where you want to go with that. Hey, um, hey they started it, so I'm going to finish it. I'm sure the professor would say it was the left coast, but uh, he, he travels around quite a bit. Um, yeah. San Diego yeah. is a wonderful place, though, uh, if you haven't been there. Um, I was lucky enough to go there uh, a couple of years ago for the first time in 25 years. Um, and it's a it's a beautiful place. There are uh, sort of an unlimited number of breweries there, so um, maybe, maybe that's why they they figured out uh, coming to the East Coast would be a little bit maybe beneficial for their business. Easier. Oh, cool. Yeah, no, I, I I didn't know that. I was out there once many many years ago, and there's there's another uh, boom. Um, many years ago, uh, before craft breweries and micro brews were really a thing. So same here. Um, it was a cool bar though. It was uh, it was called Croce's. It was it was owned by Jim Croce's wife. Oh, okay. 
and um it, it, was, it was like one of those split bar things where it had like an upstairs and a downstairs and like upstairs they played like i don't know piano music and downstairs they played like jazz or something so you kind of had this these two different feels jim croce um, was he basketball no jim croce was uh bad bad leroy brown the singer Oh, I'm thinking of another yeah. Croce then, because I, I I read a book of I thought it was Jim Croce also, and it was all like inspirational and whatnot. But I have to look that up. That was years ago too. But I was out in San Diego like, after I graduated college. I uh, didn't get a job right away teaching, so a friend and I went cross country for two months. And one of our stops was San Diego. It was amazing there, amazing. We took a day trip down to Mexico just to say we went into Mexico and. Uh, Left there very quickly uh, <laughs> out of fear. <laughs> but uh, San Diego was absolutely beautiful. Cool. Um, so, yeah, definitely uh, check out Last Wave. Brewing company down in uh, Point Pleasant Beach. Um, and fairly... Flex, what did you have there specifically? What was the name of yours? Um, this is called Right Coast. Their, it's their, it's their uh, porter, um, Right Coast Porter. And they do have, it seems like they're... So <clears throat> I'll, I'll comment a little bit on, on another one of their beers here. It's, uh, it's their A-frame. And this one is, it's an IPA. So this is kind of like their, I would say like their flagship beer. Um, this is the oh, one I think yeah. that they're you know kind of putting out there as their, you know, their beer, their main beer. The porter can't be their flagship, right? Yeah, no, it's this um, this A frame. That's how it seems to me. Um, and the A frame is, it's it's good. Uh, I'd say it's it's kind of subtle in um, in taste. So it's it's like a great summer IPA, I think, to drink because you're you know. You don't really want that really heavy uh, taste, so it's got a uh, yeah Citra and Cascade hops. Um, that one's six point one percent. I you know again I, I'd say that's that's a great like uh, summer summer IPA if you're looking for something new to try. Um, but you know all around these guys seem like they're uh, a good uh, up and coming brewery in central New Jersey. Do they brew out of there, or they're what do they brew out of? I think they do. Yeah, I, I believe um, I believe they brew the beer there. Um, you know, again, they're pretty they're pretty new and and small, so that you know, I think that they have that one spot where they're doing everything. But it's a really cool location. Yeah. in the downtown. It is a very small spot there. Yeah. Have you been there? No, no. I was going to one day, and then we ended up doing something different, but. Uh... But I've been all around there. There's good restaurants around there. Some new one, new restaurants coming in. Cool, cool spot. So Flex, I'm going to have to ask you to compare it to you know one of my favorites, and I think one of yours, which is uh, the Juggernaut uh, beer from uh, Jug Handle Brewing. That's also is- coconut vanilla, right? Or that's Correct. coconut and vanilla. Yeah. Um, oh, you put me on the spot here. I, I, yeah, I, I really like that one. Um, I think that your beer, obviously, uh, from Jughead. Yeah. I think it's about eight, eight <clears throat> it, percent, possibly. 
It, yeah, it is heavier. I think it's probably more flavorful. Um, so yeah, I, I I really like that one. Um, that's if you you know if you're asking me to compare them side to side from what I remember. Um, it, that that was a, it seems like a more robust uh, porter. Yeah, I think for most people, you're probably only going to have one because it's 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 pretty heavy, uh, a lot of flavor. Um, depends what you're looking for. Yeah, you know it's funny because they, I'm, <clears throat> I'm tasting a lot of a lot more chocolate in this than, uh, than than the coconut. Um, Are you, I might have missed it. Are you getting any coconut? Uh I'm not, that's something I actually I, like. I don't know if you like mounds or almond joy. No, it, it's not. It's not like that. I would yeah. say it's it's subtle. Yeah. I'm not uh, honestly. I'm not a huge coconut fan, so <laughs> I oh, may be dismissing it. You know, mentally. Um, <clears throat> but pretending not to taste it. There's <laughs> <laughs> no coconut here. Yeah, we'll take another sip, and we can start talking about things that you also dismiss uh, that are not <laughs> beer related. <laughs> that's a perfect example of alcohol yeah <laughs> let me see if i can do this a little bit better they do need to work on their crowler pourability i'll say <laughs> well you have a uh, shown a, a history of not knowing how to pour so <laughs> 50 50 right now <laughs> i Perel, that was my cousin finn oh that's right who had that problem I, I just came in in the aftermath but uh, yeah. based on your research or what you know from last wave, uh, and you might have said this already, so I apologize. We can edit this out later. Uh, how long have they been around? When did they open? Yeah, that's a good question. I didn't see that. Um, unless they were from somewhere else, it was only, uh, I mean, actually, it might have been like seven, eight years ago. Um, I, I don't even think they're that old, I think they're even newer than that. Um, actually, no. Because I think uh, <laughs> one of my divorces, uh, it was like right when it was happening, one of my friends was talking about going there, and uh, it was new at that time. But oh, well, Pearl, you've had so many divorces. I don't yeah, know. So uh, that's what I, that's my struggle to remember yeah. which one and when that was. Okay. Yeah, we can't gauge anything by that. Um, <laughs> no, I don't. I don't see anything about a year that they started which is weird usually that's something that is pretty easy they to might state. have moved it they don't want to promote it like could be hmm. a mystery so um how about you pearl what do you what do you have tonight right, well, i know it's probably against uh podcast rules but i went with the same brewer as last time industrial arts i think it was as last time um yes it was yeah uh because it's just it was just so good. So I went with uh, Impact Wrench this week. Um, my main focus this week was again not the brewer because he got all that information last week. But this is a triple IPA. Uh, but the addition of something called lupulin powder. Um, so that was my main focus and discussion this mm. week. Hoping that professor would actually be on. Oh, I don't know if you heard that. Just cracked it. But yeah. uh, I was hoping that it would be on for the. Two parts, the scientific aspect of it and also uh, the uh, marijuana aspect of it, I guess you would say, because that is going to be legal in Jersey. 
um, lupulin is basically the powder in the uh, hops. And what they do is they extract just the powder from it. Um, it's almost like pollen. Like right now, you know, today I was sneezing all day. I don't know if you guys were too. Um, you know, you breathe in the, the pollen and it gets in your nose and you sneeze. Um, pollen from a fern, you know, is the way they reproduce. So the pollen is like the like the, the, the main thing of re- reproduction. So with hops, what they do is they take the lupulin powder and they use that solely to brew the beer. So rather than the hop itself, which, does, which what I looked up was, you know, sometimes you can get a leaf that has a bad taste to it that could spoil a batch or whatever. But the lupulin powder basically is consistent throughout and stronger. Um, the only thing I hmm. found negative with the lupulin powder was that it tastes very uh, like creamy, I guess, with it, um, which also might be the fact that it's a triple IPA. But, you know, it oh, is... Wow. Um, it's 10% ABV, this one. <gasps> oh, my God. Oh, yeah. It is quite strong. <laughs> so what did I see here? Yeah, 10%. Uh, it was the uh, Industrial Arts' first beer that they got to 10%, so they were proud of that. Um, it's a mix of Mosaic, Simcoe, and... Uh, what did you say that Industrial Arts, they were the it was, first? It was their first. Their Oh, their first. Okay. Else is their first to hit double digits, so ten percent. So I think it's uh, Mosaic, Simcoe, and I think that last word is Comet there, but I might might have that last uh, hop wrong. Um, but you know, again, I looked it up, and you know, it's just supposedly Lupulin is the uh, future of you know brewing because you can take like it's it's just natural. And my relation to it with marijuana was. I thought there was a dust also on the on the uh, you know the bud of you know the marijuana. Um, say it, say it. Whatever. Again, my terminology is almost, I'm no expert in it, but that it makes it more pure and say it, say it. I don't know, balanced, I guess. Balanced is the right word. So you know, rather than getting you know a bunch of shit that you're smoking, that's just stems and whatnot. So kind of is a similar transition to the hops here so it's a good beer it's again i don't like the creamy taste it kind of comes off as almost like a dessert mm. but again I, I went with industrial arts again because i i really think just like um Nettie, have you tried um it was the beer i co- beer i covered a few weeks ago i'll remember it later but it's like like a beer that people dismiss but if they actually tried it it was just a fantastic beer no, nope, didn't catch any of that. So I had to try another one in there. Are you, are you talking about industrial arts? No. You, you uh, had um, power tools. No, it was the one related to sports, and I can't remember what it is. Um, oh, um, yeah, it was, um, what was it called? The, um, I keep thinking the, I'm, I keep thinking, I keep saying like the outfielder. Official. Was, official. The official, yeah. That was last a while ago. Because Nettie, yeah. I actually made a, uh, it was funny I made a bread. You can take their beer and you mix it with just flour and a bunch of other things. You no yeast. And it makes this amazing, amazing bread. But I think there's like a pound of cheese, so that makes it better too. But uh, you have to look <laughs> yeah. yeah, it makes everything better. Do it. Pound, yeah, exactly. That's what the yeah. But uh definitely industrial arts, and that's my point of this whole stupid discussion was Anybody out there listening to this, go out, try Industrial Arts Brewing, and it's just a, this is a great selection of beers, and it's really, really good. 
Yeah, that one that one looks great. And I mentioned that with Omegong the other one, and that I had to stop because there was a few that just weren't good, but can't fail with this. So So our new uh guest here, Nettie. You you have to be dying. Have you had sips yet? I'm so thirsty. I am so thirsty. And <laughs> and and the beer is called Crushing It. Uh, uh-huh. And I think <laughs> since I've been waiting so long, uh, I'll be doing just that. Uh, so Cape May Brewing Company, which most of yeah. you are familiar with, this is one of their summer beers, only available in the summer. Is it really? Sweet. Yeah, only in the summer. That's oh, wow. according to the website. So, I've been looking, you know, actually. Get it, get it now. This is the orange version. They have a grapefruit version as well. Oh, my God. I, I literally saw this the other day. And this yeah. is going to be a horrible story, but a good for beer really cool. I'll make it short. Sorry, Nettie. Uh, my son had a baseball game on Sunday, and and uh, my brother suggested we go get some beers and sit in outfield and watch the game from there. So I ended up with uh, Kugel Summer Shandy. But I saw this beer on the shelf, and I walked right by it. Should I have? Nettie? We're going to find out right now. But uh, let me just say it, it, it came highly recommended. Highly, highly recommended. I actually chose a different beer, and uh, the, the the nice young gentleman at the register told me to turn around and go back and get this beer. Wow, yeah, that's that's pretty dramatic. I mean, you know, and, and I had to take his word at that point. I mean, yeah, and yeah. unless he's making money off of it, uh, he, he's being he's being truthful. Here. Maybe, so let me, maybe it was his last day. It, it could be, although he did tell me he's working on Thursday, so um, uh, I can go back and see if he's there on Thursday. All right, so uh, so just to clarify, uh, f- uh, labeled as a fruit ale bursting with orange juice. Um, wow. and, I, and I think one of the most interesting parts is it's 8%, 8.0%. Uh, now, normally, uh, if I'm... Yeah, if I'm, if, exactly. Normally, I'm thinking a summer beer, it's going to be a little lighter. Uh, mm-hmm. If I'm crushing it, I probably don't want to crush a lot of these eight percenters. Uh, <laughs> but let's let's find out. <laughs> yeah, as you sip that, yeah, usually a summer beer is sitting in the pool. You want like a four percent. Okay. Well, I'm pausing. Um, it, it, yeah, while you're while you're pausing there, what kind of beer exactly is it? Well, it indicates it's an India Pale Ale, um, oh. but I think it's interesting okay. that in it, below that it indicates a fruit ale. Um, and, and to be honest, I'm a little confounded by it but based on the first sip. So let me take another. Mm, yeah. Sometimes it takes a, a bit. <laughs> well, I think that's what Stardust was mentioning. Um, you know, you have that extra, you know, stuff that people had to get some flavor. And I think this might be one of them. Well, I, I guess what's uh, what's throwing me off is there, as as it says, it's bursting with orange juice, so it's cool. it, it it feels heavy on the orange, which I'm okay with. I can go, you know, I can go light on the fruit. I can go heavy on the fruit. It's also heavy. You can taste the alcohol, so it's um. I'm gonna I'm gonna lean towards saying it's more of a, a mixed drink almost in a way. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. It's an uh, wow, that's crazy. <laughs> Um, what, what are the hops? Do you do you have the the list of the hops yeah, that are on there? Yep. There? Yeah, I mean, pretty 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 typical here: Citra, Mosaic, and uh, Azaka. Huh. Um, yeah. So I don't know that there's yeah, anything different. Yeah. Yeah. So the Azaka maybe is what's you know changing up a bit, but other than that, um, 
not too surprising on the on the hops. So um, yeah, this might take me a little while to, to you know decide thumbs up, thumbs down, or something in the middle. But um, it's it's definitely a little different, I would say, for the moment. Now it's it's late at night. It, it let's say it's uh two o'clock on a Saturday, and you're at a swimming pool. You know, is that a beer you grab out of the cooler? That's what I was thinking. Well, is it? I don't know. I don't know about you. I have different theories on um, or methods to 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 drinking successfully. Um, so, for example, I like to start with the heavier beer. Ah! Oh wow! One of those so, guys. Okay. Well, uh, you know, this uh, <laughs> as as you can see, uh, possibly uh, I'm a little bit of a thinner guy, so I, I can't drink uh, you know six, eight, <laughs> ten beers like like some of you. Um, so I've, I'm going to make Are it you count. No, that was. I'm, that I'm was, down to two fifty, Nettie. I'm down to two fifty. So he's up. All right. I'm still about one sixty. So um, you ain't fat. You ain't nothing. You ain't nothing. The highest I've ever been in my life. But anyway, uh, so I usually start with a little higher ABV, and then and then as I, uh, you know. Uh, feel like I should tone things down. I'll, I'll, I'll lower things. I have a friend that does the opposite. He starts with the lower, and then he increases as he goes, which to me is dangerous. But I guess yeah. if you're paying attention and that's normally what you do, um, then maybe you'll be okay. Uh, but, but I think to answer your question, um, I would not hesitate to grab this um, as my first beer because it's eight uh, percent. This will go down pretty fast. It's easy to yeah. drink. Another and, question uh, too: uh, yeah. Would you drink it out of the can? Like, is this a like? You, do you have to like? Usually, IPAs you pour into a glass. It helps open up the taste. But like, would you drink it out of the can on a beach? Well, on a yep. Well, um, as you can see here, I've got a glass uh, today yeah. here, and 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 the right glass uh, to to really get all the flavors going. Um, I'm personally not. Uh, you know, a beer snob in terms of uh, drinking out of a can or not, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll take it either way. Um, but if you're at a party, I, I'll just go straight for the can. That's what she said. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I... <laughs> Insulate that sound. <laughs> go straight to the can. All right. We got that in there. Um, oh, you, you finished the office. So, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I, 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 no, I, I think that that looks like just from the look of. I mean, this is going to sound crazy, but just from the look of the can, it sounds. It's. It looks like I'm not even talking about the beer itself. The beer looks great. Like it looks like a nice, nice beer. That can looks like. Yeah, you're lounging on the beach. You're drinking that out of the can. Yeah, um, yeah. It just kind of has that look, and that, that could have been why they, you know, they constructed the beer for that type of environment. You know. Yeah, I could totally yeah, like, see that. It's an IPA to the, to like the minimally, but then they add a bunch of flavor. Yeah, and exactly. And like, you know, and this goes back to, again, my Bastardo discussion where, you know, you get your drinker and stuff. So it's, so the heavy taste there, Nettie, is um, orange? Yeah, definitely orange. I, I, I don't know. I wouldn't say it's Tropicana. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, it's probably a little more like Sunny D, maybe, but uh, <laughs> oh, that's not good. <laughs> I think that's a good description. So, if you're looking for you know a fine orange juice, I would say this is not it. Um, but but it's definitely lots of uh, orange flavor for sure. 
Nice. Very cool. Now, I, I don't want to forget uh, to mention that uh, they do have a grapefruit version. So let me just take a, a peek online for that. Also 8%. So uh, if you're not, not looking for the, 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 you know, the sweetness, if you want to pare that down a little bit, uh, you can try the grapefruit. I'd be curious to try the grapefruit. Actually, uh, I'm going to go out on a limb and say I, I bet the grapefruit's better. And I'm not a, I'm not a grapefruit fan per se, but... Um, I've got to ask the question because I'm, I'm also not a grapefruit fan. Why do you say that? I'm just thinking it, it may pair better with the higher alcohol content. I don't, I, yeah. I don't know. That's just a hunch. Because I think an IPA, which mm. is already probably sweet with orange, and again, the Bestardo said the coriander, you know, that those extra sweet flavors might ruin it. So the, the bitterness of the grapefruit might bring back the taste, maybe. For another episode. Yes. Yes. And it's funny that I walked right by that, that box of uh, that beer that day. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's interesting. So I just wanted to um to call out that we we actually we did talk we talked about Cape Maine previously and they're um you know they have a cool uh, a cool little brewery down in, in Cape Maine, New Jersey. So there was a previous episode where we we brought them up and talked more about the brewery itself. Um but it's great to extend the uh the beer tasting here. Oh. Are we keeping you up there, Pearl? Not at all, man. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> so, um, no, I just wanted to call out also. So, I saw uh, Nettie that you're you're drinking out of the Dark City um, glass, which uh, I don't know what kind of, what you would call this glass, but kind of like a fine beer drinking glass, I guess. Um, but yeah, so it sounds like maybe they're not even around anymore. Pearl, did you get to Dark City at all in Asbury Park? No, no, no. Um, uh, that's unfortunate. That's unfortunate. Yeah, it looks like you Dark can't even City. go to their website anymore. Huh. Wait, you're saying they're not around? Yeah, it looks like they're. Looks like they're gone. Uh, yeah, I think all indications were prior to pandemic that they were having a lot of challenges. And so, um, uh, yeah, unfortunately, it's not a surprise that uh, they're not maybe active at the moment. Um, who knows? You know, maybe, maybe uh, they retool some things and come back. Um, but yeah, unfortunate. Um, mm. to, to be honest, you know, we, we, we've been there before. Um, wasn't necessarily impressed with uh, some of the things that I had. So that kind of tells the story, I think, um, even though they were early on in the scene there and want to, you know, uh, maybe promote some of those uh, early breweries, uh, you got to have good beer, ultimately, especially in the long run yeah. uh, with, with the competition out there. So um, hopefully they can uh, maybe rise, rise back up at some point. Yeah, I just I, I just feel like that's the first brewery in this area which is central new jersey it's the first brewery i've heard of that closed that shut down um yeah that i'm aware of too I, I and you know again they were a little bit earlier on the scene and uh they kind of took some chances in terms of the location they chose to you know uh not necessarily in the most desirable location uh trying to you know take advantage of uh you know asbury which is uh asbury park growing um, and, 
you, you know, again, you like to see that succeed, but uh, you know, again, the customers will will tell you whether it succeeds or not. Exactly. Yeah, like this year was not like one to determine like if your business was successful or not. It's you know, can you make it through this odd you know nonsense, or are there you know government options where it's better to just fold and uh, maybe come back somewhere else in a year or so. Yeah. So one thing uh, you, you may be aware of, uh, you know, during the pandemic, uh, you know, there were a lot of struggles for a lot of businesses for various reasons. And one of the major struggles uh, where, you know, bars and restaurants were shutting down was uh, all breweries really needed to be able to can their beer, you know, get Ooh. it out on the, on the market. Um, and this became an enormous problem. Um, uh, there were actually can shortages and, uh, and, and, and so a lot of breweries uh, that, that didn't have their own canning operations uh, were struggling uh, to be able to can their beer. Uh, so it was a huge disadvantage for those that didn't have their own operations set up already. Yeah, it's interesting that you say that because I just I was looking up another one, Asbury Park Brewery, which is right like down the road from where Dark City was. It looks like they've shut they shut their tap room down, but they still are producing beer and and distributing cans of beer. So I I, I do recall seeing there. I know Dark City. Uh, you know, I'd see them out at, at bars and stuff, but um, the Asbury Park Brewery, I would see their cans at at like uh, liquor stores. So maybe they had more of an established. They're, they're all everywhere. Can. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe they had more of an established, you know, canning dist- and distribution process, and they were able to shut down their, you know, tap room and just feed off of, you know, shipping out cans to to people. Hmm. Yeah, it's it's really unfortunate. All of these businesses that were small and trying to to you know continue on, keep you know get going, continue on and. Um, this pandemic has really impacted them. I do think this is the longest we've ever talked about beer, which is funny. Like, all right, let's talk about a stream or something. <laughs> Proud of us. Good job, guys. <laughs> yeah. It's the newcomer. It's Nettie. He's, he's, uh, very, he's quite knowledgeable in, in, in that I area. I think we're also fearful of... Uh, Flex going to his office talk. The office. It took him like five years to finish watching the office. Yeah. Uh, now it's Arrested Development. So, yeah. Oh God. I probably won't have a lot to offer on uh, uh, on the other Are discussions. So that's why I'm yeah. sticking to the beer for now. <laughs> Good job. Good job. <laughs> well, uh, if we're ready to jump into it, I'll uh, I'll go first. Fire away, Pearl. Have you gentlemen watched uh, Solos? It's on Netflix. Solos. Is that the one about Han Solo? Um, no. Okay. Um, then no, I have not. I think I believe it was recorded during uh, COVID, obviously, because it really centered around really big actors, like acting just by themselves. So it it was uh, the first episode was Anne Hathaway. They also involve Morgan Freeman, Helen Mirren. Uh, do you guys know Anthony Mackey? I know in one of my episodes of uh, Bros on Beers, we talked about Synchronic. He was in that. I don't know if you guys watched Adjustment Bureau. 
But anyway, so it was a bunch of really famous actors, and it was a seven, uh, like seven episodes during the whole series. I, I just want to correct something because you, I think yeah. you said Netflix. It looks like it's on Amazon Prime. Okay, I'll go with that. <laughs> I believe I, I didn't write that down. Yeah. Yeah, it's an Amazon original series. All right. All right. So Solo's on uh, Amazon Prime. <laughs> So there's uh, seven. Oh, I haven't heard so about they, this. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, is this the oh, thing with Anne Hathaway yeah, and Morgan Freeman? Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. It starts off with Anne Hathaway, and uh, every episode is basically, um, you know, filmed by themselves because it was done during COVID, so they couldn't be around too many people. So it really focused on. I know Flex, you know about my weird, you know, viewing things. This is not time travel. I usually watch some time travel stuff, and there was one that was time travel, but this one's really about the definition of being like a human and what it what it means to be a human, and are we alive, and are we, uh, you know? Anyway, is this is it a documentary about these people, or is it just different episodes that these people star okay. in? Well, that's what it is. It's <clears throat> they're separate episodes, and they don't relate to each other, but they do relate to each other. So you'll start off watching mm-hmm. the first one and then you'll hear things in the second one that do relate to the first one, but they really don't. But each episode is about a singular human being trying to like live their own life. Like one of my favorite episodes was with this guy, Anthony Mackey. And, uh, you know, we're not going to, I don't want to get into it too much and it's a little bit sad, but he has a few kids and he finds out that he has, um, uh, some type of cancer, I forget what. So in it's science fiction. So he's allowed to pass on his knowledge to a like a droid that looks exactly like him. So the whole episode is him talking to himself like we are right now. But like he's talking to himself on a couch across from him. And he's explaining his whole life, this other person who is the same person. And he's mm. like, are you, you sure you weren't watching? You sure you weren't watching Black Mirror? It, it is it's very like a Black Mirror episode. Very much Black Mirror. It's all. It's actually very much like our own lives. You know, we we all go back and we look at our flaws and our mistakes and stuff. And he goes back and he, he like he looks at his mistakes that he does with his wife and and he doesn't respect her in some way. Or he his kid has a baseball game and. He doesn't go to it. He, he goes back and he looks at these things and he tells his future self who's then going to step in for him because he paid him like $50,000 to have this program where this person steps in for him and lives his life for the rest of his life. And it's this relationship. So it, it's very worth watching. And it ends with uh, Morgan Freeman because he's Morgan Freeman is just a great actor. And it ends with him in his last episode, episode seven touches base with all the other six episodes that happened before so very very worth watching that sounds interesting yeah so um to to be clear so it, there's th- this is when you th- it's a season of like multiple episodes yes and they're individual episode. they're individual so, episodes but at the end they all kind of tie together is that what you're saying the last episode they all kind of tie all, together You'll you'll watch like the third episode and hear something from like the first episode that makes sense. Similar names, like Stephen King. You know, Stephen King likes to use similar acting names. Randall like Flag. Yes. 
So okay. you'll hear in, in this or that. So it's just tremendous, like really, really good acting. Like Helen Mirren, you know, whatever age she is or whatever she is, just a beautiful actress. She's being launched in outer space because kind of like in, uh, I don't know if you guys watch Wally, but in Wally, Earth is doomed. So they go off to some other planet. You know, she's launched in outer space and just wonderful acting. So, uh, again, we don't want to give too much away in our discussion. Well, of so we've, we've learned that Pearl is going to start the Helen Mirren fan club, apparently. Oh, my God, yeah. Either well, that or he's going to stalk her because uh, something's uh, going on there. <laughs> yeah, oh I'm, glad, I'm glad you brought <laughs> Helen Mirren up because uh, I'm a big fan um, and, and not just for her acting. Um, so yeah, yummy, yummy. I have a, a little bit of thing for of a thing for Helen Mirren. Um, <laughs> if you have a list like I do, um, you know, you, maybe you have a list that has uh, you know some older women in it. Uh, she's on my list. <laughs> I have no idea who she is. <laughs> no, seriously, what? Who is she? Uh, absolutely amazing actress. I don't know. What was she in? What would I know her in? Um, edit. <laughs> yeah, I mean... No, I'm she, serious. She, I don't know who she is. Who is she? Uh, she's in a number of movies. Uh, she's in The Queen. Give me one. Uh, she's in uh, Red, The Good Liar. Uh, there's lots, lots of movies. I've never seen uh, any of these movies. Uh, well, well you many of them may be movies that you know are not at the top of your list. Um, no, yeah, but she's she's a British actress, and um, I I have a thing for British women in general, so that's part well, of, part of the. the I want to say one thing uh, really quick too. This isn't anything bad, but if you guys are watching a movie, uh, the guy Anthony Mackie, who was in one of the episodes, he was the one that. He had cancer, so he was passing on his life to a like a droid, so that that droid could live on the rest of his life. He is a terrific actor, and if you haven't seen the Adjustment Bureau, um, and I don't know if if it's a movie to watch. Oh, with oh wait, this is the guy that plays Falcon. Yes, yeah, I wrote that down too. Oh yeah, yeah. in the Marvel. Yeah, I know, I know who this guy is. Yeah, in my last okay. pod, in the last discussion, he was in the uh, Synchronic, but. Flex, oh. if you and the missus are watching something, the Adjustment Bureau is a beautiful, beautiful movie. Okay. So you trust I, I me. I feel like I've movie. seen that. Watch it again. All right. Wow. Oof. So, so marriage counseling from the uh, <laughs> <laughs> multi-time uh, divorcee. How do you, how do you right? think I get married so many times? <laughs> I get there. Yeah, the that's, that's the, you know, you meet a woman, you show Nobody her the adjustment me. bureau, you watch the adjustment bureau with her, you get married. That's it, Nobody right? Told me, if there was a movie to watch after that, I'd stay married, but nobody told me what movie to watch yet. Because <laughs> <laughs> that is a movie to get married to. <laughs> All right, you fools are up. What you watching? All right, so, um, well, okay, go ahead, Nettie. So I have very little to offer here. I'm uh, not not the um, the one that's waiting for the new 
uh, fresh series or movies. I'm going backwards, um, catching up on things. So when the pandemic started, I started watching Breaking Bad. I'd never watched Breaking Bad, nice. you know, and wow. I mean, obviously amazing. Uh, even my father, who's now 78 years old, uh, said when we started this, that that's one of the best series he's ever seen, ever. You know, he just was amazed by it. So uh, most people would agree it's it's up there and uh, we thoroughly enjoyed that. So we, we have since uh, moved on. Uh, wait, wait, so did you watch the entire series? Absolutely, yes. Which you know, oh, Okay, took- so I, I, I actually, when I started watching Breaking Bad, I got to the season where there was there were these the two guys coming from Mexico. I think maybe they were twins or brothers or something, and they were like <clears throat> sneaking their way across the border. And I, I just I felt like at that point in the show, it was just dragging a bit. Like it, you know, there, there was a lot of like a lot of good content and good um, angles that they took with you know the progression of Walter White and. You know, his brother-in-law, I always loved the, the brother-in-law and the fact, you know, like he's, he's, he's like investigating this guy and he's trying to catch him and it's like his brother-in-law and he's like constantly there. But, but he was just, right every felt, time. Everything he thought, he was right about everything. I love that episode where he, he's, I think he's in the bathroom or something and he picks up a book and he's looking through it and it's, it's like, you know, there was some like WW reference and he, he like, he finally came to the realization that it was him. That it was his brother-in-law. Yeah, that was such such a great series. But I, I honestly felt that in the middle, like it dragged a bit, especially when those two guys, those like hitmen, were coming across, and they were they were focusing like too much on them coming across, and I, I just felt like um, it was dragging a bit. And I, I actually took a break from it for a while at that point, but I went back to it and finished watching it. And yeah, it, awesome series. And there's a lot of discussion, uh, Nettie. I know you haven't been on this before, but we do a. <laughs> It, it seems like it comes up a lot, especially with, um, I know Cal Callington does the, uh, he, cow. what's the cow? Yeah. What does he watch? Um, the, the one Weird about, cow. uh, Bob Od- Odenkirk, the one with the, um, the lawyer. Oh, uh, just call Saul. Yeah. 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 Better so, call Saul. Better call Saul. Thank you. So there's yeah. a Nettie, there's, Nettie, there's a, um, a series that's like a prequel to it called Better Call Saul. He's always raving about that. Um, and then also there was a movie called El Camino. I don't know if you and knew about this. Flex, have you watched that yet? I, I haven't watched it yet, no. Yeah, I was going to say, because you said you hadn't, but that is definitely, definitely worth it. It's like Breaking Bad, like all the like nervous like parts of it. Like, oh my God. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's good. That's what, that's what made Daddy, it good, have right? Those? Have you watched Better Call Saul on that? I haven't watched any of that yet, so I've still got that in my back pocket, which, uh, you know, I'll probably take out uh, pretty soon. But, uh, yeah, you know, I, these series, I mean, what, what, there's five, six seasons, whatever it was. Um, yeah. You know, it's hard to keep it up every episode, every season. So I could see what you're saying in terms of, you know, uh, maybe it was, you know, season four or whatever, where yeah, a little, little lull. But, but then, if you remember, everything just picked up from there. So um, don't give up on it. Uh, is, is what you have to remember, unless someone tells you to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, uh, so, again, Dexter's going to be coming out soon. I don't know if you watched Dexter or Nettie, but I watched some more 
coming attractions of that looks good. Yeah, no, no Dexter yet. I mean, you know, I'm in, I'm in the situation like a lot of people. It's like, you know, what do you have? What do you have access to? What are you signed up for? You know, I've got, I've got HBO, I've got Netflix, and and I now have Hulu because I'm watching Handmaid's Tale. Uh, oh, yeah. All right. And and, and, and I know you're scoffing at it. Uh, so so tell me, Pearl, have you seen it? I have not. No. Okay, so don't don't knock it till you try it. Because let me All tell right. you that uh, yeah. I'm on this. Uh, the fourth season's out now. Um, we're on season three. We're catching up. Uh, the first two seasons uh, are great. Uh, they they take place in in my hometown uh, of Boston. So oh really? Uh, okay, there's a little familiarity there. Yeah. But uh, wait but a beyond minute. that, you yeah. you were born in Boston. Uh, somewhere near there, yeah. Okay. I love, absolutely love Boston. There and, you it, go. and everybody from Boston. And Boston is just a great place. We'd love to live it's there. It's a great place. Yeah, a great place. Right. Um, but yeah, no, don't, don't knock. I know it sounds like it's this, you know, old kind of epic thing. It's not. It's, it's, it's very forward thinking. Um, it's, it's, it's brutal. What is it streaming on? I might have missed that. I did miss that. Uh, yeah, Hulu. It's on Hulu. So, yeah, I have yeah, Hulu. So, okay, so you've already got it. So you don't have that problem. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, season four is is just out now, and it, and they're releasing like a new episode every week or so. So it's um, I think they're what, I guess they're doing a smart thing, right? If they release the whole season, you watch the whole thing in one night, then you can cancel Hulu. So they figured what they'll release one every week. Mm-hmm. And that's two, brand whatever. new. Like it's brand new episodes. Those are brand new, yeah. So that's, see, that's season four. With, uh, like Better Call Saul, like they're behind because I'm not subscribing to uh, AMC, so I have to watch it on whatever I'm watching on Netflix or whatever. So it's behind. So all right, gotcha. check it out. Yeah, no, but well, don't, don't know, It's interesting that you say that, um, Nettie, because I was wondering why these uh, these shows are releasing in individual like weekly episodes i'm like why why would you do that do that anymore because um you have all of the episodes like just release it all and let people watch it whenever they want i thought that was kind of the new way of doing things but you're right it's probably to prevent people from signing up for a month watching everything and then you know dropping it you've got to stay engaged Um, yeah presumably yeah that makes sense Uh, you're um, right now we're again catching up. We had to watch, you know, three seasons first, so we're we're gonna have it for long enough that we'll end up paying anyway. But uh, you can get it free for a month, you know, as part of a trial. So if you really want to binge, you can just plow through the whole thing, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Not- so I signed up for Disney Plus when it was first coming out. They had this special um, where you you could sign up for <clears throat> for three years worth of Disney Plus, and it was like three dollars a month so i i signed up for it and um that's a bit of a segue to the show that i watched which was loki Ah. Um, yeah so i don't know if you guys are into the marvel cinematic universe but um man i'm I'm still trying to get through that with my kids Uh, all of the movies uh we're a little bit of a late late comers to that party but uh um, Loki is, uh, if 
I'm saying it correctly. I don't know if it's Loki or Loki or. I mean, I, I actually, it's I'm impressed because that just came out. Like, what? Yeah, yeah. See, booyah, pro. Yeah, you're on top of your. I'm show. a streamer. Yeah. <laughs> Watching Loki. Um, so the joke, the joke there, Nettie, is that usually I don't, I don't watch any streaming shows. Like I, I might watch movies or whatever, but it's technically streaming. But yeah, you're usually like Happy Days or yeah, but I'm behind. I am, I'm still watching Arrested Development, which I really like. But I'll get it. I'll touch on that in a second. Um, but yeah, Loki. So Loki is new, and um, it's, uh, it's about. So th there's a, there's a. Um, not to give too much away, but there's a scene in the Infinity War, I think it's Infinity War or Endgame, one of those two movies, where Loki, um, he, he kind of, you know, he grabs this device and he, he disappears. And it, there's like some time travel involved. And yes. you know, when you're watching, when you're watching the movie, you're like, oh, where'd he go? Like, he just disappeared. And they don't, I don't think they, I don't think they actually mention it again. Like, you just see him disappear. So this... This um, episode or this uh, series kind of starts with that, like he, you know, it's like where did he go when he disappeared? Um, and it, it's kind of weird and different from the normal, you know, Marvel Universe stuff. I, I really think you could tell this story with like anybody, but um, I guess I guess the fact that you know him and you know like his background and everything helps, but. Um, yeah, it's it's there's a lot of this kind of time travel narrative involved in the story. Mm -hmm. um, so it's it's a bit of a take on that, like, you know, here's how time travel works. And at least this is how they've pitched it at the beginning of the series. This could totally be like a lie or, you know, um, a farce or something. And they're just like telling him this to trick him. I don't know. But um, as far as they've told it, there's a lot of like time travel involved, and um, Owen Wilson is in it. He's pretty That's funny. What I was ask. Yeah, he's not the main character, right? He's not the main character, but he's he's a significant character. So he, I'd say, he's like the second highest, yeah, you know, second primary character or whatever secondary character. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it it looks uh, interesting. I mean, I think all all of the stuff that they put together. Uh, is is worth watching. So um, I'll let you know how that goes. And then I'm also watching Arrested Development still. That I just, you know, I like I love that show. I, I, I mean, I hope they can keep it up. I don't know how it goes. I know the series is over now and everything, but um, I hope they can keep the uh, the humor up. I I was talking to my nephew and he's like, he's like, yeah, you know, like one of the seasons it starts to get weird and. I know the show is canceled and brought back and all this stuff, so hopefully uh, I'm not too disappointed with that. But so far, how so good. Your, how old is your nephew? He's in his 20s. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he can trust that. Yeah. I never gave that a shot. I don't know. I never... I love Jason Bateman, but obviously, but... No, I'm, I'm the same way. It wasn't until actually Cal Callington again was on the show, and he's like, yeah, I started watching Arrested Development, and he... He uh, he talked about it a little bit, and, uh, and then I went back and watched, and I was shocked at the stars that were in the show, like um, Jason Bateman, Bateman uh, Will Arnett, um, Michael. Michael Sarah. Cena. Michael Sarah. Or Sarah. Michael Sarah. Michael Sarah. Michael Sarah. Yeah. The wrestler. 
Michael Sarah. And uh, then they have a lot of like a lot of cameos, like the one episode I was just watching. Um, uh, who Elaine from Seinfeld? Um, oh, yeah. Louise Dreyfus. What's her yeah, name? Right. Yeah, let me tell you something. This is all in her mind. Okay, she's insane. She thinks I made her sick because I coughed on her doorknob, rubbed her stapler in my armpit, and put her keyboard on my butt. Yeah, she's a wacko. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, Amy Poehler was in it. Oh wow! Like there's a lot, there's a lot of little like cameo roles like that 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 people come in and play. Um, so yeah, that's also worth watching. Well, I might give it a shot. We'll see. <laughs> yeah. Did you have anything else you wanted to cover, Pearl? Uh, very briefly. Very briefly. Hopefully, I cover it well. Um, just a bit of new music. Um, I don't know if you guys listen to uh, like these days. It's tough. Like hearing new albums and stuff. It's not the same. COVID has just changed everything. But uh, luckily, Amazon uh, Prime, Amazon Music. You know, you can listen to anything if you subscribe. So first off was Zach Brown. I don't know if you guys like Zach Brown Band. But um, they had one new song that came out. It was pretty cool, but it was very similar to a lot of their other music. Um, Garbage. I know you, uh, Flex. Oh, really? Yeah, Garbage had a new album that came out this week. It's good, but... I can see it rubbing a lot of people the wrong way. There's a few, you know, lyrics and things that, uh, you know, just hit on current events and things uh, okay. that maybe, uh, uh, I don't know what his name is in this, uh, Steven, but uh, wouldn't like. <laughs> but it's great music, but it's not, there's no special songs in there. But uh, uh, also, I don't know if you guys heard, I know. Flex, we talked about Foo Fighters, and you're not a big Foo Fighter fan. But whoa, 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 hold on, we, what are you talking about? You put them down a bunch. <laughs> no, I, I, so actually, actually, ironically, Mitty and I were just having this discussion uh, recently. Um, I I respect Foo Fighters tremendously. I've seen them in yeah. concert. I think they're great. I just I've never had one of the, any of their albums. Yeah. Um, I just think you know it, every song I hear is amazing. Like every, I don't know. Just uh, let alone that uh, Dave Grohl was their original drummer, singer, bassist, guitarist. Oh yeah, he's an he's an amazing musician. But then to yeah. get um, my stupid mind is slipping me. Uh, the drummer from uh, Alanis Morissette. Uh, yep. Yeah, I know um, he mean. Yeah. My, my brain's just slipping, but like amazing, amazing stuff. But anyway, the point being is that they're opening uh, Madison Square Garden on Father's Day. So uh, the garden is opening again, and Foo Fighters oh, are wow, playing. Oh, that's awesome. And we've been to the garden before. We've been, uh, there's funny stories behind uh, not the best seats. But uh, hey, hold on, I hear a lot of mad typing. I think Nettie is buying tickets right now to go see the Foo Fighters uh, at the Madison uh, Well, actually, I have seen them uh, many years ago. Um, but uh, uh, the no, the drummer Taylor Hawkins is that you referring to? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Amazing, amazing drummer. And how do you find somebody that good? Because he's he's the only drummer that could be not. I don't want to say better than Dave Roll, but like sit in a seat. 
and play for Dave Grohl because he is really, yeah. really, really. <clears throat> that's that's the um, that's the trick because Dave Grohl I think is one of the best musicians of our generation, and yeah, I mean we've seen this like we were also ironically Nettie and I were talking about Smashing Pumpkins um, recently. That was the same uh, the same situation with Billy Corgan. You know, he would he would tell all of the other musicians to step aside and he would play all the music on the album. And I know I, I know Dave Grohl has done this. I don't know if he did it to that drummer, but um, I know he's told other people, like, no, you're not doing it right. I'm going to play this part on this song because you can't play it, basically, you know. And, that, that you know, these guys, they're... I mean, that's that's wrong, I guess, from a you know business standpoint. But musically, like they're better, you know, and they you, yeah. you want to get the right sound, you want to get the best sound, and and I, and I feel Dave Grohl would do that to this day with, uh, you know, Taylor Hawkins. But just watching Taylor play is just fun in in itself. But anyway, the like the weird aspect of it, I would absolutely love to go watch them play. Who can get out on Father's Day and see them in MSG? But so they're opening there. Oh, are you but, going? Uh, are you going? I'm not going. I no longer have access to those seats. Oh. Yes. Oh, those seats used to be access- accessible to us, but they are no longer accessible. But the uh, main band that I wanted to, uh, that few people probably heard of, are uh, Steel Woods. So to those uh, people in India, and I think Australia and uh, England that listen to our podcast, listen to Steel Woods Band, or just the Steel Woods. Uh, I say Flex, you throw in some uh, sound of Steel Woods right now because they're a good band. Somebody string a rattlesnake up, good lord, my whole world ran dry. The day that wicked old witch said, you put a curse I first heard of them when they opened for Clutch. Uh, ever, you had uh, Flex, you know Clutch. Oh yeah. But uh, one of my favorite bands. I have a tattoo on my arm of Clutch, and uh, great band. But Steel Woods opened for them, and uh, I will never forget them. Steel Woods is a great, great band. Just came out this week with a new album. I suggest you listen. That was my only addition to uh, this little podcast we do here. Steel Woods. Cool. So I, I wasn't. I wasn't aware that uh, you were big Clutch fans. Um, it's actually, uh, I'm, I'm not exactly a huge fan, but I'm familiar with some of their work. And uh, just last weekend, actually, I was at a little gathering, uh, a little pool party. Oh, oh, there it is, right there. Okay, uh, a little a little pool party for adults last weekend, and uh, so there were some folksy tunes happening, and I decided to put on a little bit of Clutch. <laughs> and um, this is on a Sunday afternoon, uh, in, you know, in a very, you know, kind of hooty-tooty neighborhood. Um, and we only made it about three quarters of the way through uh, the song Binge and Purge before we had to shut it off. <laughs> we or somebody? Well, I shut it off because I knew someone wanted to shut off. But <laughs> I think... Um... I know, I know. We saw them, Pearl, with uh, Primus, but yeah, I think Space Grass. I think is the only song that I know 
really. Oh I, I used to listen to that song a lot. I like that song. Jesus on the dashboard. T minus whenever it feels right. Galaxy 500. Planets align. A king is born. Now the whole album. That's uh. If you're mowing your grass, put it on in the backyard or something. Such is the best. Such well, is when I'm... something I listened to for 20 years. It's 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 Pearl Jam to me, you know. When I'm mowing my lawn, Pearl. When I'm mowing my lawn, I'm listening to this podcast. Actually, <laughs> well, you know what. We got uh, the lyrics coming in soon here, maybe. Yeah, that's right. So, Nettie, we've got a whole, there's a whole song that Pearl wrote. This, the music that you hear in the background. The music um, you hear is put together by me. There's actually lyrics that go along with this that I would gladly sing if I'm encouraged yeah. by enough beer and... Uh, <laughs> we'll have to do the, like an on-site remote uh, live <laughs> broadcast for that one. The lyrics fit very well. Oh, the thunder's coming back. All right. Yeah, it just started raining here. <laughs> All right, guys. It's been fun. Nettie, thank thanks. you for joining thanks. us. Yeah, Nettie, thanks. Uh, it's great great having very, you on here. Nice. Knowledgeable and... Uh, Helen Mirren. There you go. <laughs> Helen Mirren fan. Not a 75-year-old I know. <laughs> All right, guys. Have a good night. Peace out.